listening to The Real Glow Up, a podcast designed to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Savannah Fletcher, and it's my hope that we can grow and glow together. Where are my moms at? Where are my mamas (laughs) or parents in general? Um, Back to school time is here. And let me tell you, I have loved, absolutely loved soaking up all of the summer moments and all of the summer fun that we have had. But oh my gosh, I'm I'm loving the routine that's already happening. The consistency and the routine. I'm like, yes. Um, we just finished up our summer with one last quick trip. Um, and two of the three kids got to come with us. And it was actually a work trip for me. And we just turned it into a little mini family vacay and visited Brian's sister. Um, and then got some work done at the same time. So it was really fun. We went to Tennessee. Um, We stayed in Gatlinburg, which is so beautiful. If you guys haven't been before, oh my gosh, it's it's especially um, in the fall. It was, we went a little too early this year, but a couple years back we went in the fall when all of the leaves were changing and it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. And Brian and I went out and did the Sky Bridge, which is the longest Um, pedestrian bridge in the U.S., which was just so cool and scary, but really cool. (laughs) At the same time, it was one of those things that we were terrified to do, or at least I was, but I was so glad that I did it. And funny story about that. So we were trying to find where to get on at, right? We didn't know if you had to take the sky lift up and we couldn't figure it out online. So, you guys, I drive a little Chevy Cruze, okay? Not like a mountain driving car. Oh, man. We typed in the address and we drove all the way to the top where, like, the workers go to get onto the Skylift. It was hilarious. So then we had to maneuver our way back down, go find the parking lot to take the lift up to the top. It was quite an adventure, but we had so much fun. Lots of laughs. Um, so we got in that one last little trip before school was back in session. And now we're getting into our routines, which I'm sure all of you guys are as well. But um, I'm ready today to dive in. We are going to go back a little while, back to when I was newly single and what it was like for me to date as a mom <laughs> and in my late 20s versus my early 20s. And kind of the battles that I faced because it had been six years and I never thought I was going to have to do that again. And there are a lot of pieces to it that a lot of people don't know that I'm excited to share and hopefully will inspire someone today. So thanks for tuning back in to the Real Glow Up podcast. This is episode number 18. No, it's not. This is episode number 19. All right. As I told you in I think episode 17 or 18 I want to dive back into so much of my life that happened last year that I haven't shared yet with you guys and I'm feeling ready to share more of that and excited and I'm hoping that in some way it can inspire so many of you you know whether you're currently in a relationship or not I hope that you're able to take from this to stand up for what you believe in and stick to your truths even when they may not seem like the norm 
and to just continue growing and becoming your best self. So let's take it back to when Matilda's dad and I split up. So kind of a quick rundown of what happened, okay? Um, My grandpa passed away. I decided to stay with my grandma for a little bit with Matilda and be there for her. And kind of during that time, I just really had kind of a spiritual awakening. And I realized that a lot needed to change, including no longer being with her father. And nobody plans to break up, right? Nobody plans to end a long-term relationship. Nobody plans to not be with the other parent of their child. And I shared in episode 18 some of my kind of guidelines that I set for myself when it came to co-parenting, but it took a lot of self-work to get to that place. And when I realized that it was time for new beginnings and that I no longer felt it was best for me to be with Matilda's father, I knew that I had a lot of stuff that had to happen. I had a lot of stuff that had to happen on the inside. And you know, I'm not going to get into the details of why or what happened, but it wasn't, you know, me leaving for someone else. It wasn't me leaving because I felt like I needed a new beginning. There were a lot of things deeper than that that just were not working anymore. And I knew that something had to change. And so for me, I came to the realization that moving on was what was going to be best for everyone in the long run. It just wasn't healthy anymore. To keep it very surface, that was that was what happened. And I decided... To leave. I decided that I needed to make some changes. And so when I left, when I made that decision to leave, I obviously was not in any mindset or had zero focus on dating or finding anyone. I was very focused on my daughter and myself and what I could do for us and how I could help us grow and how I could make this transition the easiest it could possibly be on everyone because it I knew it was going to be hard it wasn't going to be easy for any of us or for any of our families or for anyone involved and I just wanted it to be as easy as possible I had faith that it didn't have to be terrible like I had always seen and so I was determined to do a lot of self-work and do my part so that's what I did you know I I wasn't looking for anyone I wasn't I told myself that I was going to sign a year lease and I was going to live on my own for a year and I was going to work on myself and I was going to grow. And so I did and I started working on myself and I started, first I had to stop, okay? So after we split up, I was not even entertaining any idea of dating. I was just working on myself. And I before I did that, I paused and I was like, okay, who have I become? Or like, who am I now? What qualities do I not currently have that I want to possess? Like, who do I want to be? And I started to recognize that this was the perfect time for me to change and grow and become who I have always wanted to be. And as I started doing that self-development and that self-work, this came a lot easier to me because for so long in my life I tried to be who I thought others wanted me to be and who I felt I need to be and 
for the first time in my entire life because I was always in relationships, I was finally dependent on myself and that felt so good. I didn't need anyone. I I had my own income. I had my own home. I had my own things. I had my own car. I was self-sufficient and I didn't need anyone. And so that allowed me to be comfortable in who I truly wanted to be and who I felt like I was becoming. Because let's be honest, I feel like you learn so much in your 20s also about who you are. You know, people talk about your teens, but like, can we talk about the 20s for a second? That like rocked my world. I completely changed and grew so much, which is amazing. But I finally found the freedom to be comfortable doing those things and recognize that the people that weren't okay with who I was would fall off and that's okay too because we don't always have the same friends as seasons change and as we grow up as much as we would love that it just doesn't always happen and that's okay so as I was doing that self-growth obviously you know as time went on um, I got a nice whiff of what dating in 20 this would have been 2018 was like okay And I'm talking like dudes in the DMs, like creepy messages. And it was just, I was kind of mind blown. I never got into the dating apps. I was not about to go. I had no idea. I don't even know how to work Snapchat. So I knew that I wouldn't be able to figure out how to work these dating apps. And honestly, running a business from social media, working a couple Instagram accounts and my Facebook account is plenty for me. So I was not even into the idea when I started to feel ready of a dating app and I just couldn't believe the messages that some people were sending me and I was like is this what it's like because I will just be single like I was not into anything that was happening I was not about that and I just was kind of mind blown and so I kind of was like frustrated For a lot of reasons. I think because I felt awkward. (laughs) I hadn't even talked to a guy in that way in over six years. So I felt awkward. I didn't even know what to say. I didn't know how to date necessarily with a child, right? Because that was new and I wanted to make sure that I was protecting her and protecting our boundaries. And I was not interested at any time in you know introducing someone to her that was not even you know on my radar I wanted to make sure that it wasn't taking time away from her and so then when you when you add up all of these things it doesn't really leave a lot of time for dating so I just kept focusing on myself and going on walks and doing things I loved like I mentioned before and that's something I want to throw in really quick you know if you are single and you are looking for someone I hope I don't make anyone mad when I say this, but chances are you're not going to find them at the bar, guys. You're not going to find them out at a club, okay? Like if you are trying to become your best self, go do the go do the things that make you feel like your best self. I'm not saying you wouldn't meet them at a bar, okay? I'm not saying that. You could. You could anything's possible. I'm just saying if you want to find someone that's going to make you better, most likely you're going to find them by doing those activities that make you feel better, right? By going on, going running on the bike path, going for walks, going to the library, going to a bookstore. If you like, 
you know, hiking, join a hiking group. If you like biking, join a biking group. I don't know, whatever you're into, like whatever makes you feel good and makes you feel like your best self, go do more of those things and get connected with people who like those things because a relationship is so much more enjoyable when you can do hobbies together and you have, you know, similar interests and you can push each other. So that's my little tip there. But as I was walking on the bike path one day with a girlfriend, I was like, you know, this is so weird because I've never, I've always had alcohol in my relationships and, you know, sex has always been a part of my relationships. And for those of you who don't know, in 20, all of 2018, I was sober. I was not drinking alcohol at all. And that was a a big part of my self-growth that year as well. And I think helped me get through the initial, you know, change of my grandfather passing and, and, our separation um, or my separation with Matilda's father but we were walking and I was explaining to her how you know those had always been two things that were the center of my relationship and I just I didn't have the energy or the time to waste on something that was not real and I felt like my spirit was telling me you need to also be celibate And I was like, what? You want me to do what? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just like, I was like, I didn't hear that. Like, God didn't tell me that. that. I didn't hear that. And then I kept seeing videos and I just like, it kept coming up and being on my heart over and over and over again. And it was so, I'm like, okay, so cool. I was honestly frustrated. I was like, cool. So this is what I'm hearing. I'm single. I'm 27 I'm a single mom I'm I don't drink and I'm celibate like you I guess God wants me to be single forever right like that's how I was feeling because I was frustrated and all of this was so new to me and I didn't understand the full reasoning for it yet but because I had trusted and grown my relationship so much that year with my spirituality I knew I had to listen even if I didn't understand because my spirit had not led me wrong and I, and once I started listening to it, it, I couldn't stop because I just felt like I was making the right decisions and I was trusting my gut. And so I was like, whatever, I guess this is happening, you know? And so I did that. And when Brian and I had our first real date, we were supposed to make dinner together. And I felt that day, I felt like, My spirit was telling me you need to text him and you need to tell him he can't come over because you know yourself and you know your limits and there should be zero room for anything. No kissing, no nothing because you are setting these boundaries. And so I was like, okay, I need to text him. And I was again like, "Mm, not doing that. I didn't hear that right. And I have a girlfriend who just like somehow we're so in tune and she always knows what's up and she FaceTimed me and she's like, what's up? And I was like, uh, you're like, you always know, aren't those friends the greatest you guys? So I was like, well, here's what's happening. Okay. Here's what my spirit is telling me, but I don't actually need to do that. Right. Like I'll be fine. I, I know myself, like I, I'll be fine. She's like, no, you need Savannah, you need to call, you need to tell him. And I was like, oh, I was hoping that she wasn't going to tell me that. So I sent him a message and I was like, Hey, you know, I, would just feel more comfortable if we didn't um, meet here. I just don't want to set myself up for a situation that, 
you know, I'll regret later. So is it cool if we figure something else out? And he was so sweet. I was so scared, you guys. And he was so sweet. And he was like, he made a joke and made me more comfortable. And we ended up grabbing dinner. And that was, again, kind of reassurance. Like, okay, I need to trust my gut. But also reassurance that, okay, he... I don't want to say like he passed the first test, but like, again, I was following my gut. I was going and setting my standards. And if he wouldn't have been okay with that, then he probably wasn't the person that I was supposed to go on the date with anyways. But he made a joke about it. We went to, we went to dinner and we just connected and it was wild. And we just put all of our stuff out there. It was like, kind of like, here's our mess. The conversation was so easy. And remember, I wasn't drinking at the time and he knew that so he didn't drink so we literally just sat and talked at dinner for hours and it was nice and it was kind of weird for me and I made a joke about it but I was like yeah I'm sober and I'm a single mom and I'm you know 27 and I'm celibate so it's like who the heck's ever gonna want to date me and I just kind of made a joke about it but again he was he didn't say anything and he was okay with it you know and that was huge for me because for the first time in my life for the first time in my life I felt respected I felt like someone genuinely liked me for me there were no masks there was nothing to help the conversation there was no hiding I felt like I was like being fully seen um, for the first time in a long time, if ever, especially by someone that I felt like I was interested in. And that felt so good. And it felt so good just for the fact that I knew that I had stood my ground on what I believed in and what felt right for, for me. And I listened to my gut and I listened to my spirit and I listened to the things that God was placing on my heart. And because I was faithful and because I listened, it played out and it worked out and it was okay. And that was what set the tone for our relationship. You know, every other relationship I had been in had alcohol involved or had sex involved or, you know, sex to some degree or sexuality or lust or whatever. It had that other compartment and our relationship didn't, you know. Obviously, we moved in together and things changed. But for those first four to six months of our relationship, none of that happened. We, you know, there was no alcohol involved. There was no sex involved. It was just him and I. And it was just us in conversations, truly getting to know each other. And we had a lot of tough conversations. We had a lot of hard conversations, a lot of conversations that, again, were spirit led that I would not have felt comfortable having if I wasn't already building that solid foundation with him and we agreed that this was something that we wanted to do and that we wanted this relationship to be different than any other relationship we had been in before because we were both tired and we were both exhausted and we both didn't have time to waste and so we agreed that we were going to be honest with each other we weren't going to hide anything and and we were going to tell things to each other even if it was what we knew the other person didn't want to hear we just wanted to be honest and you know talking about not having sex was one of those hard conversations um and not talking about being intimate was one of those hard conversations and we agreed that that was something we wanted to take off the table and there were you know mentors that helped us in that and there were a couple books um there were a couple books. One is called The Weight, and then there's a series on Transformation Church 
called the relationship series and those those were both really impactful for us they helped give us some guidance and you know this was something we had never done before we were really not sure if we wanted to tell anyone we were really not sure if we were going to tell our friends because it was so different than anything we had ever done before and you know I was already kind of like the quote-unquote weird one because I wasn't drinking right and then we're taking sex off the table and intimacy off the table and it's like people are like whoa like what's going on but for us because we took all of that off the table we were able to build such a deeper connection such a stronger connection and what I feel was truly a soul connection because we had no way to put guards up and we had no way to be distracted by lust or other things we truly got to know each other you know I think for those first couple months we didn't even turn on a tv you guys we didn't even watch a movie we just talked and talked and talked and it felt so good to finally be who I wanted to be and meet someone who wanted to create the same life I wanted to alongside me and that really gave me hope you know I wasn't looking for him when he came into my life Um, and honestly it was before way before my 12 month commitment to myself to be on my own but I also recognized that what we had was different and I wasn't willing to give that up because I set a deadline for myself and also he recognized that I still had self-growth to do and he was okay with that and so we agreed that we were always going to have self-work to do in some degree and so we agreed that we were going to help each other do that along the way so why am I telling you this right like some of you may have already taken something from this and some of you may be like what the heck is she telling us this for so for a couple reasons okay I'm hoping that this shows some of you that your past doesn't define you, that your past relationships don't define you, that you are always able to constantly evolve and become whatever version of yourself that you want to be, whether you're in the beginning and end or middle of a relationship, you're always allowed to change and evolve. Just be true to you. And that's part of, you know, finding true happiness is being true to you and not feeling like you have to have any walls up and doing self-growth and self-development to a point where you love yourself and you feel comfortable being who you are because there's nothing more freeing than that I also hope this shows you that you can heal from your past relationships and go into healthy ones you don't have to take bad habits from old relationships and carry them with you into new ones and in fact you you shouldn't or you're going to continue repeating those cycles you have to be upfront and honest you know that's another thing that Brian and I did we we said here are my flaws here are things I know I need to work on so that we were able to help each other kind of look out for those and work on them even more because we recognize we are not perfect no one's perfect you know no relationship is perfect and we also recognize that a lot of people give up on relationships too early and we didn't have the energy to go through again what we had both been through um, previously and we were ready to make things different and make a change and we knew that something had to be different and he knew that I was feeling called to do the things that I was doing and so he was on board with that because he knew that it was important to me and we were both kind of like you know 
what's going to change if nothing changes so let's try this differently let's try this relationship differently and see where it goes and uh, you know that was nothing that I've ever done before every again every relationship I've been in in the past has had intimacy and alcohol involved in some form or another whether that was going out all the time or whatever um, that was always involved and so it doesn't have to be you can be again be whoever you want to be and don't be afraid to set your standards I've, I've heard so many of my friends or friends of friends say you know there's nobody there's no good guys out there anymore there's no good girls out there anymore and I think that's just not true I think that you just maybe have to do some self-work and not be really looking for someone else you just need to be doing the work and healing the ways that you know you can heal and the right person will come along when the time is right and they will compliment you on that and you will compliment them on that and you guys can continue to heal and grow together because that's what life is is a constant circle of healing and growing and evolving Um, but you want to be doing that with someone who is along for the ride with you and determined to take that ride with you so it's not too late you know you are not a lost cause um, and you deserve the relationship that you dream of but you have to do the work on yourself first you have to believe that you deserve it you have to kind of check your priorities check yourself check where you're at check where you want to be start possessing those traits that you want the person you're going to be with to have and start being your best self start building and living your best life and I promise you the right person will come along at the right time I love you guys and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on today's episode drop your questions over on Instagram or send me an email or you could always hop over to iTunes and leave me a review on the podcast they mean the world to me and you guys know that those help us reach more people so keep growing and glowing and until next week I'll see you then